How's it going, everybody? Episode 2, Season 2 of the Cooksley Convo. It is currently 2 a.m. Just got done editing and finalizing this uh, week's episode. And I want to start off by letting you guys know that I'm always open for feedback and criticism. Last week, somebody reached out to me and let me know some things I could work on. And I'm totally okay with that. Matter of fact, I enjoy that. Because at the end of the day, I'm not only doing this for myself to get experience, but I'm also doing this for you guys. I want to make sure what I'm releasing out to you guys is good quality content and some stuff that you're interested in. So if there's ever anything that you know I can improve on, let me know. And I'll try to implement that in my episodes moving forward. And with that being said, this week's episode, I brought on two guys I've been trying to uh, get on for a while now and finally found a time, uh, Jake Hilmer and Ryan Miller. These two are two of the most decorated high school athletes in the state of Iowa. Uh, But in this episode, I didn't really wanna focus on that because after hearing these two talk, you guys will realize that they aren't about individual success. Instead, they're about team success. You know, they never really like talking about themselves. Instead, they like talking about them and their teammates, how they improved, you know, how they found success. And I feel like that's where a lot of the respect for these guys comes from. So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. These two guys were fun, great people to talk to, and they informed me that they're going for the view record. So if they can beat the view record, I promise them a steak dinner. So let's try to make that happen. And I I hope you guys enjoy. You good? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Oh yeah, we got, we hear hear you loud and clear, loud and clear. All right. So how you guys been? We're doing good. Not too bad, man. Both of us. Hanging in there. I haven't seen you guys since you probably beat up on me in baseball my senior year. (laughs) (laughs) It's only been a few short years. Long time ago. Yes, I know. Hopefully we can just forget about that. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of, you know, I hyped this this, uh, episode up because you two are two very well-known high school athletes. Any class knows about you. And... I kind of just want to start it out with like, where are you guys at right now? Kind of give a life update. Um, right now I am getting ready for my junior season at Grandview. Um, it's going to be an interesting year uh, with the whole coronavirus uh, basketball season. Uh, we haven't actually been moved yet, like a lot of the other schools and divisions. So we're still full go when we get back. I move on campus this weekend, so. I'm excited to get ready and uh, have another good season up in Des Moines. Jake? Yeah, yeah, and then for me, uh, a little different than Ryan. I'm at a Division II school compared to NAIA school, so our season's already been pushed back uh, to behind Christmas, uh, which would be interesting for me. You know, I'm in Upper Iowa, uh, Division II in Fayette, and playing baseball and basketball there, so that'll kind of throw a curveball into what I typically do and what my original plan going in was. It'll be uh, – kind of an ever-changing situation depending on how the schedules work out and stuff, kind of what my plan moving forward is. You know, due to the coronavirus, I've already had to take a red shirt for baseball. So um, I'll have to make some tough decisions potentially, but uh, definitely excited to get back up there, moving in a couple weeks here. 
And Jake, for you, you just got picked up by the Waterloo Bucks, correct? Yes. Yep. So kind of talk about that. Like, what are you doing for the team? Are you in a rotation, bullpen? What kind of uh, position are you playing? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in their bullpen right now. Uh, we got one game left. Uh, and it could be, a, depending on how the next few days go around the league, uh, it could be playing for a championship. So, so kind of some cool stuff there. But uh, I've made three appearances out of their bullpen, just kind of a, a late season addition. Some of those guys from bigger schools had a, had a report back. So their roster got a little thinner. Um, it's definitely been a cool experience. Some of those guys are, are definitely at the top echelon of baseball players and guys who will be getting drafted within the next couple of years and stuff. So just to be, you know, share a locker room with guys like that is uh, something pretty cool. And I'm trying to kind of cherish some of those moments. And now for Ryan, you know, me and you graduating together, I kind of knew what you brought to every sport. Yeah. So in basketball, you were, you were lights out behind the three point line, you know, uh, state champ in the long jump your senior year, uh, you know, first team baseball, you know, stolen bases, all this stuff. When I mean decorated, you two are very, very well decorated. And I kind of want to talk about football for you because I just remember, you know, every Friday when East Buchanan, we always played uh, Northland. The guy, like my friends would talk about, it would just be like, we got to contain Ryan Miller. And uh, something, a stat here, you rushed for 1,500 yards and 30 career touchdowns. Was football like one of your favorite sports or was that like your least favorite sport? Because I obviously know baseball and basketball. Where kind of did football sit in your life? Uh, actually, football is probably my favorite sport through high school. Obviously, uh, basketball and baseball and like track, I probably succeeded more like team oriented wise. And uh, football is just one of those sports where like uh, you get to hit people. Um, there's just a different type of camaraderie with your with your buddies when you're playing on a football field. And, uh, yeah, I mean, when he, when you say that about East Buchanan, they were always, they were always hard hitters. I mean, when I, when we would go up there to play or they'd come here, I knew it was going to be, it was going to be a hell of a, it was going to be a hard game because I knew they were going to be coming for me. So, uh, it was one of those things where I really had to really had to keep eyes in the back of my head. So I didn't get just demolished because I knew, I knew somebody was going to always be coming. So, but, uh, it was always enjoyable. I liked, I liked the challenge. Um, I enjoyed that a lot, actually. So, but yeah, football was definitely one of my, was probably my favorite sport in high school, if I'm being honest. Now, Jake, for you, I, I knew of you, but my first really experience of you was a home basketball game. I think your freshman year, uh, I came out on the court and you were already, you know, torching us behind the back passes, all, all you know, the original <laughs> stuff. And I came up to you and I, I asked, yo, do you ever get taken out? And you said, nope. And I just remember that moment from like there on, I just remember like this dude's a dog. So that's like my first experience with you. And then probably baseball, uh, you know, when you're an eighth grader and now when did you two, like, I know it goes back, you know, beyond high school. When did you guys like first starting to like build that friendship and then become teammates? I would say, I mean, playing sports is probably where our friendship started. Uh, we were probably playing sports before we were even really in grade school. Um, so kind of went hand in hand, you know, from the recess to the to actually being teammates. I think at recess, it was his grade versus my grade a lot. And that was a lot of football and not uh, basketball or baseball. But uh, obviously, me and Ryan have been friends for, you know, that whole real time. I can't really – we were rivals, I think, a little bit too. I think we really pushed each other and stuff like that. I think 
part of what, you know, eventually made us as good of friends as we are is how competitive we were against each other. And I think that's probably where a lot of the success was, where if we didn't have each other, we probably didn't, didn't get quite as good, uh, especially with the teams we had. We were lucky to have um, each of us. You know, I, I guess my short answer for that would just be that um, we've been friends probably the whole time, and sports definitely played a huge role in that. Um, I'm, I'm going to start off by saying I remember when we were growing up, and Jake had two little tight basketball hoops in his basement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One on each end of his uh, yeah. of his basement, and I would go over there when we were in element like young kindergarten, first grade, oh. and we would play all day. Mm -hmm. We'd have we'd fight. <laughs> oh, there would be arguments. <laughs> Hilmer would have to come down and like, break it up because oh. Austin he was little, so he was over there usually keeping score, yeah. or you had a timer keeping track, or mm -hmm. like. But that was that's one of the memories I'm gonna cherish forever, just because that was just that was like the most fun things that. I've ever done. That's where I think our really our our competitive spirits really came out. Started down in that basement and how we really started to mesh for sure with one and with one one another. Right on. So now you know when people hear of Northland, they think of like you know they obviously think immediately of sports. So kind of for each of you, what is it like playing for Northland? Like what what makes Northland so special to you guys? Uh. For me, it's just, you know, the coaches and the parents and stuff, they, they really care. And, uh, you know, especially at a small school, the opportunities we were given through youth sports and stuff is probably where it starts. Uh, just our parents willing to take us all over and, uh, you know, do pretty much whatever we wanted. They, there wasn't a lot of answers that were no. Is you know, if we wanted to go to a camp, it was yes. If we wanted to go to a tournament, uh, it was yes. And I would give the high school coaches credit for that, for getting youth programs going and stuff. But the parents definitely deserve credit for being willing to do as much as they've done. And then once you start to see success, you see the younger grades, they want to keep it going. And it goes all the way down to the youth teams who are watching you as high schoolers. And uh, they think it's pretty cool. And they want to have similar success when they grow up. So uh, once the ball gets rolling, it's hard to slow it down, I think. Yeah, just kind of piggyback off what Jake said. Uh, success is contagious. Sure. And like uh, when we when our grades were just starting going through in the youth, um, I would say that's kind of when we'll – Hilmer and our parents, Hilmer really got us going in basketball and some basketball and baseball and stuff. And uh, we just kept on going up through. And then as our success started to show, I think parents below us were like, we need to keep, we need to do what they were doing. I mean, they're successful and our kids be successful. And I think it's, it's all in the parents right now. Like in the youth of North Lynn, they want their kids to be successful. And since we've been out of high school, it's just, I enjoy coming back. Like I don't really have, I don't have any family really playing like Austin graduated. So, I mean, but like, I still went down to state baseball and cheered on those guys. Like I enjoy watching them play and I enjoy watching Northland be successful still since I'm out. I was just thinking back, like when I would go to like the state tournament to watch you guys, like there was not an empty seat in the Northland section. Like literally everybody was coming to watch you guys. And yeah, it's for you guys, like when, when state hit, you guys would close down school, correct? So like everybody could come and support you. Yeah. Yep. And I know like when also like coming back to like uh, basketball games and stuff like that, after you guys would finish, you know, all the little kids would come up to you, uh, you guys, and you guys really like set the bar for like being role models and stuff like that. Seeing that st kind of stuff, that's just a great, you know, community you guys have. And there's a reason, you know, when people think of sports, you know, in, in high school, um, basketball, baseball, football, stuff like that in Iowa, they immediately think of Northland. And so now I kind of want to get into, you know, some, some funny stuff, I guess. So Jake, 
I saw on Twitter a West Branch Barstool came at you for, you know, choosing a D2 school. And, you know, you kind of came back as like you kind of joking around. And I know, Ryan, you've gotten a lot of like, you know, people talking smack to you saying you're, you're in your sister's shadow or in her footsteps. How kind of you guys just like dealt with that? Does that really bother you? Not really. You kind of have fun with it. Uh, I like how you said chose a D2 school. I, I had options. I always like yeah, to talk yeah. about that. Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, you know, for me, I'm going up Ohio. It's a good fit for me. I'm getting to do both sports. Uh, I'm pretty content with what I've accomplished and my status, you know, as an athlete right now. So that stuff right now, it, it, I try not to let it bother me. I, I do think it's kind of funny. I think most of the people who do trolling and stuff like that, uh, I don't think they'd really say it to your face. Most of the time they're behind burner accounts and stuff like that. Uh, which shows they're probably not too meaningful in the words that they're saying. Uh, I try to take it lightly. I try to make jokes about it, but uh, I've definitely gotten my fair share of, of trolling over the years. And um, especially just with like the, choosing a division two school, people will say, Oh, then you weren't going to play division one and going to a small school in high school. Oh, well, if you're at a bigger school, you wouldn't have had the success. Uh, it's, it's funny. All those people, you know, they say a lot of things, but, as soon as they're on the court or on the field or something like that, it gets real quiet, I think, a lot of times. And, uh, you know, I have enough people around me that are building me up that the ones trying to tear me down usually usually don't succeed. And uh, back to what you said about my sister, Kanan, um, we were I was an eighth grader. We were playing Hudson at home, and I just had stolen second. And it all that whole thing kind of started because their shortstop, who is a really good all-state baseball player, I was leading off and he came behind me and he said, are you Nicole Miller's brother? <laughs> and then nah. so, for some reason that just, I was like, yeah. And then everyone that kind of came about and I used it as motivation. Cause like I wanted to, I was coming in as an eighth grade. I was going to be a senior next year and, or a freshman next year. I mean, and uh, that was just kind of like my fuel of the fire. Like I it's what, really, when I started working my ass off and everything, uh, cause I wanted to, I didn't want to be in her shadow anymore. I knew she, was a very decorated high school athlete. And then I wanted to exceed those expectations that everyone had for her. So it was just something that really fueled me throughout my high school career was definitely that. I mean, I love my sister to death, but like I always tell her like your success is what fueled me to be the athlete I was. Yeah. And I agree with what Jake said. Uh, a lot of these people, you know, they talk to talk, but they can't really back it up. And for you guys, you guys can really just, you know, let your go watch some film and you don't have to come back at them and just, you know, you can stay quiet. For sure. And that's the thing. Like, honestly, I don't remember really talking that much smoke to anybody in anything in high school. Really? No. I mean, I would say our conference and all sports probably besides one team, not going to name names, but, uh, <laughs> uh, really didn't talk. And like, we had respect, like there's nobody in our conference. I disliked. Everything, you know, everything that I would, if I was talking smack, so to say, most of mine were sarcastic and light comments that weren't, weren't usually taken too serious uh, because I had relationships with the people off the court for the most part. Yeah. It's always about, it's, it's about success is all comes with respect. You have yeah. to respect your opponent, no matter who it is. And I think what kind of got us going on that was Hilmer. Hilmer didn't matter the team, didn't matter how bad they were, but he would come into practice and be like, these guys are going to come beat you. Yeah. I don't I think they're good enough to beat you. So that kind of started off like we 
we realized we need to respect everybody regardless of their record or yeah, what I mean, what their story was. We, we prepared for Cedar Valley Christian the same as we prepared for the state title game. And, you know, that was something that he always uh, took seriously and then we took seriously. And I think it was a huge part for our success. And, you know, when you talk about having, like, Twitter trolls on us and stuff like that, uh, if there's people out there taking the time to do that, that's kind of when you know you've kind of made it. You've kind of – if they're thinking about you on their on their Friday nights and stuff like that, you've you've probably accomplished enough to for have them thinking about you. Yeah, that I couldn't agree with you guys anymore because when we played you, I always had respect. No matter what the score was, you know, no matter what the outcome was, you guys always played the same. You never, you know, let off the gas or – didn't try as hard. You guys always, you know, competed the same level, like you said, whether it was somebody in the bottom of the conference or at the top of the conference, you guys always came every night, you know, giving it your all. So yeah, that's a lot of respect to you guys. For sure. Thank you. Okay. So now like, I want to talk about, you know, Ryan, you had, you know, your sister and Jake, you were obviously the oldest and, you know, Austin, both your brothers, Austin Miller and Austin Hilmer, those guys have kind of created, you know, their own path. What is like, what is it like, to, you know, playing with your, your brother, building that connection, you know, from growing up, you know, living together and all stuff like that. What is that connection like? Uh, on the, like, I didn't really play as many, like Austin was always like on our teams, but like he didn't quite have quite the role that he did just because our gap between each other was just a little bit bigger and we had such good guys below us. But like, I always told Austin, like you can you can be as good as you want to be because I mean when he came in as a freshman there was nobody in this entire school that thought he was going to be the athlete he was as a senior just his body type just how he was but you never know how kids are going to develop in two or three years and he turned out he was he was a stud at football stud at basketball this year I mean they came in and they exceeded all expectations for everybody nobody thought that's where they should be and that's where they were. And it was all just, they had that chip on their shoulder and that's, that's all you need sometimes. Yeah. I would, I would piggyback off that a little bit with just saying like playing with my brother, Austin Hilmer, uh, funny, both our brothers' names are Austin too, but um, just playing with Austin Hilmer, I got two seasons of him in baseball and I got to play one basketball season with him. And, you know, he had a role in both those teams. Um, and obviously all three of the times I played with them, we made the state and we won that state title in basketball. And he was a big part of that. And, just, you know, I would say I've had, you know, a lot of good teammates over the years, but there's, there's just something different about playing with a sibling. And because, you, you know, you grow up and, you know, for me, I, I share a room with the kid. Uh, you know, we're, we're pretty close. So um, to see him kind of share success with you has been something really cool. And then exactly what Ryan said about, like, the chip on the shoulder. Like, for me, coming into high school, I didn't have an older sibling. There wasn't, like, uh, necessarily an expectation. You know, Austin Homer comes in and, and he's trying to, you know, live up to everything and and there's just nothing you can can do to equivalent the chip on a shoulder on a kid like his chip is ridiculous he he's got a different motor uh the way he thinks the way he he practices he's just got a different mindset and, and he has to have that because you know the goals he has and and the stuff he wants to accomplish um and I think he's done a really good job of quietly putting together a very very good first couple of years and, and still a couple of years to go for him yeah and I, and like for both of your brothers you know having these expectations, you know, no matter like how they build their path and whatever path they go on, you're always going to still have the people that are be like, you know, they didn't live up to their, their older brothers. And that kind of just takes away from the success that they really accomplish because I've seen both your brothers. Um, I watched, you know, Austin Miller 
in the state basketball tournament with your brother, Jake. And those two guys, you know, they led, they were those two leaders you could see on the floor. And they, they kind of reminded me a lot of you guys, um, just being able to, you know, compete, take on that leadership role. And, you know, they're never satisfied. And you can definitely see that with those two. So there's a lot of similarities, but they, they both built their own path and like went down their own path. For sure. Exactly. For sure. And then Jake, you're, and then Austin, didn't he just commit um, to come to Upper Iowa, correct? Yeah. Yeah. He went up on a visit the other day, uh, about a week ago, and uh, they offered him and he committed later in the day. He was pretty set on it. Um, you know, it's something I think he's been thinking about the last couple of years is if he had the opportunity. Uh, I think he likes the coaches. He likes the basketball program as a whole. And he didn't see any reason to mess around with it. He committed pretty early, but I think he's pretty content with the decision. And now, okay, now I have some fun questions I want to ask. If you and Ryan versus both your brothers, two on two, a game to 21, who would take it? We, yeah, that's us. That's us for sure. I mean, we're obviously older still. There'll be a, a few years for sure before it even gets real competitive. Eventually, we'll probably pass the torch, but we'll hold that off for as long as we can. And now, Ryan, for you, can you, can you beat Nicole? See, she's a girl. Like, it's just, a di it's different. She, she's, she's too far out. She, she has never actually once played me. Me and Austin actually haven't played in a very long time. Just, I, I don't know. I've, I've asked and neither one have accepted the challenge. I don't know. Usually just, it usually doesn't end well anyways. It's too competitive. So yeah. it's probably better anyways. Yeah. I remember, you know, when my sister was back in high school, we would play a little one-on-one -on -one and it would always end up like, you know, throwing the ball or somebody would get upset, you know, storm uh -huh. the house. Yep. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it always goes. And now for you guys, you've been to state, you know, in Des Moines, you know, Principal Park, uh, Wells Fargo, uh, and then the Blue Oval. What is like your favorite place to perform at? That's a good, that's a good question. That, that's hard because all three are different. Like, oh, yeah. When oh, you're, yeah. they bring everything different. Like I would compare Principal Park and Wells Fargo are pretty similar, just because you're playing in front of such a big part of your community. When you're at the Oval, there's so many different people there watching you. It's just it's it's different. Like I I really enjoyed running at running at State on at Drake. Just I mean not as much not as much like you probably didn't have near the community support there. But just there's something different about running around the track, having like Mike J, the announcer, say your name. That's just it, it. It raises your raises the hair on the back of your neck. It's it's special. But all three, all three of those are definitely. It's that's a hard question. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good question. I don't think I've ever had that question before. Uh, I think probably if I had a pick, if I'm pitching a game, if I'm the starting pitcher, I'm picking Principal Park. Uh, but I will say, like, a surprise pick for me would be, like, running at Drake. When I made finals my senior year of the 200, even though I had no shot at winning it by any means, just when they announce your name and, like, people know you from the other sports, so then they're kind of like, oh, that's, that's him. And that was kind of a cool feeling, I remember. But I think the first, the first time playing at Wells Fargo is probably, like, the most, like, your stomach's kind of rumble. Your, your stomach drops a little bit. And. Just for me personally, because I grew up watching so many more games played on Wells Fargo compared to the other venues, that was kind of always my the sport I watched and stuff. So that's probably why I'd pick that one 
if I had if I had to pick. Right on. And now with you guys being so decorated, you know, basketball, baseball, football, track, do you guys have any like hidden sports that you don't really talk about? You know, because when I first reached out to you, you guys said you were going golfing. Are you good at golf? Mm-hmm. You know, tennis court? What's like a sport that you guys are good at but not a lot of people know? We are deceivingly a good two-man best shot golf team. <laughs> yeah, we are. We, we complement each other very we well do. on the golf we course. Do. Golf, golf, yeah. Our, our, if me and Ryan are best shot partners, we're not too bad. But some of the days when we go up and play our own balls, it's it definitely shows that we're not complete golfers. I wouldn't say that's our hidden sport by any means. I would say one sport, if this counts as a sport, is I'm pretty darn good at ping pong. Uh, when I play a lot of ping pong, I'm tough to beat. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. That's I do golf, but I, could, I can't say I'm a good golfer, uh, especially to somebody from East Buchanan. I can't. <laughs> There's just no way. Oh, yeah, that was all my cousin, you know, when people come on. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, he's a good guy. Are you the state champ? And I'm like, no, that that's my cousin. <laughs> that's tough. So, you got to start yeah, saying yeah, I just let, You know, I just, just swallowed that one. But, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know if I would consider this a sport. Sometimes it gets streamed on ESPN. But, like, Jake, I always see sometimes at your house you're playing poker. Are you a good poker player? Mm. Yeah, Texas Hold'em. I, uh. I was really good when, when we first started playing because I was the only one who truly understood all the rules. Um, but as, as people started to, to learn the game and, or, yeah, game, uh, and get better, I've slowly kind of fallen off the charts. I would say I'm pretty mediocre at that, too. I have my days for sure, but uh, it's all in the cards. I'm, it's nothing skill on my part. <laughs> and do you, do you guys play with real money or, like, do you do real cash or – Oh, uh, hey, whoa, I'm an NCAA athlete. I don't want to end up getting ineligible here, oh. but we, we play for, for small amounts of cash, small amounts. Uh, okay, okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, we got to keep <laughs> that. Um, so now another question I want to ask, you know, what's the future for your little sister, Jake? Is she going to be, you know, a decorated athlete like you in Austin, or, or what's the future for her? Is she going to take on cheerleading, basketball? Cheerleader. I, uh... <laughs> I, uh, she is, she's only three right now. She's almost four. Uh, I haven't seen any crazy early signs of, of sports. Uh, obviously that could still come, but right now there's no early indications that she's going to be a basketball star or any of that sorts. Now time will tell. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure when she gets older and finds out her brothers were athletes and stuff, she, she'll hopefully get into it. But either way, uh, that's obviously totally up to her. I won't be too torn or torn apart if she doesn't become an athlete or anything of that sorts she dribbles a ball around sometimes which is actually she's getting a lot better at but I don't know it's nothing nothing too crazy right now a question I want to ask for both of you is what's it like you know playing for for coaches like you know coach uh Griff and then you know your uh dad and then your grandpa what is it you know those guys it seems like they connect so well uh, on the baseball field, on the on the basketball court, what's kind of like you know playing under those guys? They're all very different coaches. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Colin in there too, just uh, just because uh, I played football. Uh, yes, I'll just go through them all. Colin may be the single best motivator I've ever been coached by. That guy can get the best out of you no matter what it takes he will do whatever it takes 
whether that be a YouTube video, a speech, <laughs> it doesn't matter. He will, he will get you, he will get the best out of you, whatever it takes. And then when you go to the, the Hilmers, uh, it's, we, he ha holds everyone to such a high expectation from the get go. Um, and I think that's why we were always so successful in basketball, even growing up was just cause when we were in third grade and just started, he coached just like we were the high school team. Like I, I remember when we were in middle school and we would come, we would practice right after the high school and we'd come in and he'd be chewing out the high schoolers and we'd be like, Oh Jesus in a bad mood today. And then he would chew us out the same way. And I mean, that's credit to him because he wants to win. And then that translated down to us of how we wanted to win as well. We wanted to win for him. And then lastly, Griff, Griff is, he's a different coach. Um, he's one of those guys that he'll joke around with you a ton. And then all of a sudden he could flip a switch and he'll be super serious and want to win. But, uh, being playing baseball with Griff in the summer, since we played so many games, you he had to keep it loose with us just because you're there for so long every day playing games. And it, it's a baseball gets to become a drag at some point, and you really got to kind of dig deep just to kind of finish out some of those road games. And I mean, he does such a good job of keeping everybody keeping everybody loose and excited to come every day. And I mean, that's credit to him because he's there more than us, and I think we were there all the time. So, yeah. I mean. I just – we're blessed to have the kind of coaches we have at North Flint. Um, I mean, they're, they do a great job, and I'm super thankful. Yeah, I would, he did a pretty – I think the biggest thing he said there is that they're all different. You know, they're not all the same coaches, uh, but they all have a similarity quality as their, their teams win. And, uh, you know, I didn't obviously play for Coach Collins, so I can't talk on him as much. Uh, I ran track for him, and, yeah, he's definitely a good motivator, and uh, he definitely cares about his athletes' um, health and, and – is very honest with them and up front. He's a coach you can be really real with. And uh, he's going to, you know, he's very understanding. And, you know, if you have to miss a practice because, you know, you got to go do something after sport, you know, for me, uh, he was really flexible with that. And I'm always grateful for that. Um, you know, all three of those coaches work really well together and, and keeping athletes on the fields and, and playing multiple sports and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, one thing I would say about my dad and my grandpa is, yeah, they, they were very, you know, you're very held accountable. There's, there's nothing that slides between the cracks. Uh, you know, you'd win, we'd win games by, you know, 40, 50, 60 points. We'd watch film the next day, and you'd have thought we lost by 50, 60 points. You know, we're, we're breaking down everything. And, and those small details that you don't really notice in blowouts, which we had a lot of for a while there, it, it, it definitely paid off for us down in the games where, where we couldn't afford to slip up. Um, so, so just, you know, the accountability on that part. And, you know, they preached on the defensive end. You know, everybody saw the offense, but the defense is actually what, what were one of the best things about our teams. Um, and then talking to Coach Griff, yeah, he – he definitely kept it loose. Uh, he definitely was a coach who, you know, you're friends with, you, you, you could have real conversations with, you know, you didn't have to worry about uh, him getting too mad about you telling him something that, that maybe you couldn't tell other coaches. Uh, and he did a really good job of just getting the best out of his teams. He was a really good pitching coach. I mean, if you look at Griff's pitching teams over the years, uh, every single one of his teams, he'll just, the guy who wasn't a pitcher the year before is an all-state pitcher the next year. And it's just crazy how he develops pitchers. Um, and part of that was he was a pitcher and he really understands the pitching side of it. Um, another thing about Griff is, is another guy who pays attention to details really well. You know, small ball was a big part of our game and uh, we executed small ball stuff very well. And that was a credit to him. And um, yeah, baseball can be a grind and he did a definitely a good job of keeping it fun. You know, for, and, you know, you have that coach for an extra year. So instead of four years, you have him for five years and you never really got sick of the guy. Yeah, I just always remember, you know, being a pitcher, pitching against you guys. Griff would give me like headaches 
because of how many times you guys would steal, you know, the bunning, different, like, you know, bunning size you guys had, like, you know, squeezes, all that stuff. It would just be a headache for not only me, but I saw that on a lot of teams. You guys are very, you had a scheme, you know, you had a, a way you went by it and you always found, you know, success by doing that. So, and then for your dad, I just remember we played you guys um, on your home court one time and, it was a slow first quarter and your dad took all you guys out and like we thought we were you know accomplishing something and <laughs> put all you guys back in and it was like the worst experience like we thought we were ahead and then fell apart. you know we heard him yell at you guys and then we were like is that a good thing like did we do something good and then you guys just lit us up so, I just knew those are two memories I just always had of those two coaches. You know, I never played football, so I never got to uh, experience Colin. But, yeah, and then, Jake, d- does your dad and your grandpa ever, like, fight on the court during practices? Uh, yeah, they've had some disagreements here and there, I would say. Uh, just some philosophy stuff. They're usually honest conversations compared to what I would say is fighting. But, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you're preparing a scouting report or something, and it's, it's a day – you know, before the game, we're just walking through it and just talking about how we're going to guard certain plays and stuff like that. They might have a little disagreeing, but usually it's just talked out. Uh, usually my grandpa won those battles. You know, the experience card would always, would always pay him off. But uh, they obviously had similar coaching philosophies and stuff. That's kind of how it works when you, when you play for a person. Uh, usually, you know, resemble some of their coaching styles and they play, you know, my dad played for my grandpa. So they got along for the most part, definitely. One thing, Cannon, I want to talk about uh... – when you talked about him yanking us that game, uh, I always remember we would get kicked out of practice every once in a while <laughs> just for, like, him him, uh, him deeming that we weren't working hard. We could be beating our our second team or whatever you want to call it by 10, and he would get mad and send us out, or he wouldn't deem us working hard, and he'd kick us out, or he'd send us to the locker room, mm-hmm. and then he'd go chew us out, and we'd come back, and like you said – it was just something different. When Helmer was yelling at you, it was a switch that you flipped because we would come out – I remember we'd come out of, like, the locker room during practice, and we would just – we'd go on, like, 45-0 runs on our yeah. second team. I, I remember one practice specifically we got pulled in the locker room. It was early in the season, and some of the freshman JV guys were telling Griff, oh, wow, that's good, right? We did good. And Griff says, oh, you guys don't understand. They're about to come out, and it's going to get ugly. And it, <laughs> it hit that right on the nose. You know, once, once you get a little bit more motivated from those guys, you know, they – they just hold you a standard. Like you just want, you just want to be successful because you know they put in as much time, and you know that they expect so much out of you. You want, you want to make them, you know, almost proud. Uh, for me, it's my dad, but almost for the other guys, like make their coach proud and stuff like that. It's something cool. Yeah, because I just remember, like when your dad was yelling at you guys, it was like crickets in the gym, like no <laughs> talk. And then when we were over in like by our bench, you know, our coach was like, "Yeah, keep it up, guys. Like we're doing good." And then I was like, when we got back out there, I was like. I don't think this is what we wanted. <laughs> guys, you know, foot on the pedal, you know, I don't want to say that. I don't even know the final score, but I really don't want to know the final score. So <laughs> oh. I know you two have to go, so I'll cut it off right here, but I just wanted to get you guys on. Thank you. You know, we've been talking for our, oh, probably a month actually, and you guys just have been busy. So I know you guys are always, you know, working on your game. Jake, you're playing baseball now, you know, going back, basketball starting up, maybe for practices. Jake, you said you got to get pushed back, but you guys are yeah. always at the gym. I know that. 
So for sure. I just wanted to get you guys on. Thank you for the, this quick little episode. And I'll definitely be keeping an eye if there's a season for both of you. And uh, nothing but success for you guys. Good luck. Yeah, hey, thanks, thanks for having Shane. us on. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're glad we got on. So uh, this was really cool. Thank you. Yeah, right on. Peace out, guys. Peace Bye. out.